www.sonicmovie.net were in the grip of stark terror from an unknown thing which had stolen upon them in the night. It was voodoo, apparently, but voodoo of a more terrible sort than they had ever known, and some of their women and children had disappeared since the malevolent tom-tom had begun its incessant beating far within the black-haunted woods where no dweller ventured. There were insane shouts and harrowing screams, soul-chilling chants, and dancing devil flames, and the frightened messenger added the people could stand it no more. So a body of twenty police filling two carriages and an automobile had set out in the late afternoon with the shivering squatter as a guide. At the end of the passable road they alighted and for miles splashed on in silence through the terrible cypress woods where day never came. Ugly roots and malignant hanging nooses of Spanish moss beset them and now and then pile of dank stones or fragment of a rotting wall intensified by its hint of morbid habitation, a depression which every malformed tree and every fungus islet combined to create. At length, the squatter settlement, a miserable huddle of huts, hove in sight, and hysterical dwellers ran out to cluster around the group of bobbing lanterns. The muffled beat of tom-toms was now faintly audible far, far ahead, and a curdling shriek came at infrequent intervals when the wind shifted. A reddish glare too seemed to filter through pale undergrowth beyond the endless avenues of forest night. Reluctant even to be left alone again, each one of the cowed squatters refused point-blank to advance another inch toward the scene of unholy worship. And so, Inspector Lagrasse and his nineteen colleagues plunged on, unguided, into black arcades of horror that none of them had ever trod before. The region, narrated by the police, was one of traditionally evil repute substantially unknown and untraversed by white men. There were legends of a hidden lake unglimpsed by mortal sight in which dwelt a huge, formless, white, polypus thing with luminous eyes and squatted whispered that bat-winged devils flew up out of caverns in inner earth to worship it at midnight. They said it had been there before D'Iberville, before La Salle, before the Indians and before even the wholesome beasts and birds of the woods. It was a nightmare itself, and to see it was to die, but it made men dream, and so they knew enough to keep away. The present voodoo orgy was indeed on the merest fringe of this abhorred area, but that location was bad enough. Hence, perhaps, the very place of worship had terrified the squatters more than the shocking sounds and incidents. Only poetry or madness could do justice to the noises heard by Lagrasse's men as they plowed on through the black morass toward the red glare and muffled tom-toms. There are vocal qualities peculiar to men and vocal qualities peculiar to beasts, and it's terrible to hear the one when the source should yield the other. Animal fury and orgiastic license here whip themselves into demonic heights by howls and squawking ecstasies that tore and reverberated through those nighted woods like pestilential tempests from the gulfs of hell. Now and then, the less organized ululation would cease 
what scene a well-drilled chorus or voices would rise in sing-song chant that hideous phrase or ritual. with dinner came suddenly in sight of the spectacle itself. Four of them reeled, one fainted, and two were shaken into a frantic cry which the mad cacophony of the orgy fortunately deadened. Negrasse dashed swamp water on the face of the fainting man, and all stood trembling and nearly hypnotized with horror. W. 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 Sonicmovie.net